The Livestock Export Industries Conference, Live Exchange, is being held in Darwin in November 2022 after being postponed for 12 months due to COVID-19. One of its great strengths is being able to get together face-to-face to to network and socialise, and organisers are now hoping international delegates will be able to attend, as well as producers and other members of the supply chain from around the country. Visit liveexchange.com.au for details and links to register. Listening to the Central Station Podcast, where we bring you stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. This podcast is brought to you by Ariat Australia, the perfect choice for tough jobs. Ariat boots and clothing work hard, look good and are so comfortable, there's never a need to slow down. Visit ariat.com.au today. My name's James Christian, and this is my story, Rain Man. There's nothing more satisfying than having a property owner leave you in charge for a bit while they take off on holiday. And when they return, you can honestly report that nothing is broken or lost and that the livestock are healthy and fat, the dams are full, and the grass is growing because it rained. A mate of mine's been working hard over the last couple of years as a contract muster across what is normally the dry parts of Australia, around Birdsville in Queensland, northern South Australia, and the southern reaches of the Northern Territory and he's been establishing a reputation for himself as someone who can and will do what it takes. He's not the youngest in his family, but I hope to goodness he's not the smallest, because he's a bloody man-mountain. Little by little, he's accumulated gear, and I think he's remembered every stock-handling tip he's been given or shown since he could walk. He certainly practices good practice. The animals know who's in charge, and they understand what it is he wants them to do. If there's a breakdown in communications, it's put right swiftly and never in a cruel way. The ringers in his camp know what he expects of them too. Tasks are explained. Lessons are taught. Necessary equipment is provided, and spare parts are kept. There's a tolerance for mistakes, but only if the experience serves as a method of improvement. Repetition will see you off the books. Anyway, his reputation as a good and capable man of the land got out in front of him over summer and he was asked to be the caretaker of a property north of Alice for two weeks around Christmas. He was given a job list, simple enough tasks for someone as skilled as he is, and he had plenty of time to accomplish it. Basically, all he had to do was make sure the cattle didn't run away or out of water and ensure the joint didn't burn to the ground. A passing comment was made by the owner as they hopped into their wagon to drive away. If it rains enough, the swamp will fill up and feel free to take the boat out for a ski. No doubt there were some further comments muttered along the lines of, it'll never rain, you probably can't get the boat going. 
Ever the hopeful chap, his priority job was obviously to get the 115 Yamaha horses going. Clean fuel, fresh oil, a battery full of sparks and no worries, the boat's a goer. What's more, there's all the skiing gear you could want. Skis, wakeboards, biscuits, ropes and a life jacket that fits anything from a kid to a sumo. All that had to happen next was rain. And rain it did. Approximately 250 mils of rain came down over four days in the Christmas period. The best part of the annual average, and maybe five times the total of the last two years. The swamp filled up and the clouds got burnt off by the sun. Locals wanted to know how much it rained over there, and went looking, cutting nice deep tracks into the roads that the Territory's contracting road crews salivate over. Grass and weeds poke their heads out of the mud in a way that hasn't been seen in the district for a while. Goannas pretended to be snapping handbags as they waded through puddles. Cattle became buffalo and top-knot pigeons played brolga. The big fella hit the phone. A lucky few of us got a call and some directions and a few days later we headed out to go boating in central Australia. What a time it was to go for a ski. The weather was perfect with a cloudless blue sky, no breeze, and about 30 degrees Celsius. Aside from the red dirt, you'd never know you are in the outback. Camp was made on the banks with an easy passage out to the middle, where there was an area about three times the size of the playing surface at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. The boat was slippery as a bar of soap and twice as quick to boot, and there was plenty of runway for the driver to get up and going, lull the people hanging off the rope into a sense of security, then whip them over the wake for a mouthful of abuse or water, depending on their skills and strength. I took the opportunity to stand at the edge of the swamp, holding a beer, listening to the serenity, breathing in the two-stroke, and considering how lucky I was to be there, entirely on the back of somebody else's hard work. It takes a bit to be left with keys to a place, but even more to make it rain. I hope they thanked him appropriately. Charles Darwin University's Agricultural and Rural Operations team focuses on North Australian production and business systems, offering current real-world knowledge and experience by delivering both full qualifications and industry-required short courses. Courses at the rural campus are designed to develop the skills required for work on a North Australian beef cattle property or in the top-end agricultural industry while providing a sound knowledge base in the pastoral and or agricultural industries. They have dedicated staff who specialise in workplace training and assessment and recognition of prior learning. They will come to you and they service some of the most remote areas in the Northern Territory. Find out more at cdu.edu.au If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or leave us a review. It really helps other people find our podcast. You can find our website at centralstation.net.au where we have over 1,200 stories published from across Northern Australia. All of our podcast episodes, a tourism directory for visiting an outback cattle station and training and employment resources. We're on Facebook at Central Station True Stories from Outback Australian Cattle Stations and we're on Instagram at centralstation.net.au and we're also on Twitter at centralstation6. To discuss this episode with other listeners, head on over to our Facebook group, Central Station Podcast.